1: This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Saving is uh, it's a pretty, it's, you know, it's a, it's a nice tool, right?
0: The 401k, it's easy. It's painless, right? It's a pretty good way for us to do things and hey if nothing else if at least if you're doing that you're doing something better than doing nothing at all right right
2: right and that's why i tell people the 401k is a, a great accumulation tool it takes it out of sight out of mind so when you sign up for that you say i'm putting away you know five percent of my paycheck i don't see it so when i get my paycheck you know and i see that amount that's uh, electronically transferred into my bank account oh i get to spend that and i'm already saving for retirement mm mm-hmm. Before that, when you had your own IRA, you had to physically then take money out of your bank account and send it to your investment account or your broker or something like that. And that's kind of uh, painful sometimes because you're like, oh, when you tangibly have the dollars, right? That's why, you know, Dave Ramsey, who uh, helps people get out debt and we're going to says pay with cash because when you have to physically give them cash to pay for something. Feels a lot different. All you do is give them a piece of plastic or touch it to the little die of ice now, right? And it just moves <laughs> yeah, through. Scan. and Scam. Yeah. And, yeah. So with having the 401k, it's systematic, right? It's automatically going in. So they're great that way for accumulation. Also, it helps you do what's called dollar cost averaging, which is buying at different points in the market because you get paid usually every, you know, most people it's every two weeks, some people it's monthly, you know, whatever it is. Um, That's when that money's going to go in for you, okay? So let's say you get paid on the 1st and the 15th, and on the 15th, the market uh, had a terrible day. Let's say it was down, you know, 500 points, something like that. Well, that's when you're buying in. Guess what? You're buying on sale. So it helps with dollar-cost averaging. They're great accumulation tools. They are not efficient at all on the distribution side of things. They're terrible at that, actually, which is why always our recommendation is to roll it to your own plan because it puts you in control You have any investment choice that you want as opposed to just what the plan limits because the plan can only offer you what the plan has and what your employer selects when they put that plan in place. So you're really limited in a 401k on the options. But it's a great accumulation tool to get you to where you want to be.
0: Yeah. And because it is so easy and painless, we do tend to forget about it, to your point. And sometimes we even leave them behind when we move on to another job. Uh, and so I've I just got a few points here. that, And you kind of touched on some of these already. But we'll just kind of go through these a little bit uh, to that point. Leaving it at a former employee instead of rolling it over. At some point, I mean it's not very efficient right they just sit there and you're just not getting the maximization out of it as you could I actually even had one years ago eric that at some point they actually took it out of the 401k rolled it into an ira on their own then sent me a letter and said here's where you'll find it <laughs> you know and they had converted it to an ira and sent it to i think it was like wells fargo or something and then wells fargo sent me a letter saying hey you have this account here now
2: probably a small amount for it was a very much they do. yeah yep yeah, so they do that, you know, anything under five thousand because it's inefficient. Because usually the plan is charged by the number of participants in the plan, mm, okay. and so when the employers going through okay. We got all this dead weight on here, and I'm paying for. it, Let's sweep them out, right, right. right. So, the thing about leaving in your old plan is that it does remain tax deferred, which is the the big thing that people want. Is they still want they don't want to pay tax on this money? And there is some misconceptions. Actually, I'm, I'm still shocked to this day when people come in and i say okay we're going to move you around to your 401k and move it over here to fidelity our custodian oh that'll be taxable like no it's not it's called a rollover it, there's no tax involved so they think they take it out of the 401k it's taxable as long as you hear the rules right yeah right as long as it goes to an ira or another tax another tax deferred type of plan it's not a taxable event so that's the misconception there plus if you leave it in the old plan and let's say that old plan changes Right. Let's say you're on one uh, structure, let's say a fidelity platform, and all of a sudden they're going to move to empower or uh, one of the other big providers. Right. That plan's moving. Mm-hmm. So your investments are going to change. And then you got to go through this blackout period. Then you have to go in and sign up for these new investments. And sometimes they map them and all this kind of stuff. Also, if you ever want to take money out of that plan, let's say you need to use it. They mandatorily have to withhold taxation. If you move to an IRA, they don't have to hold taxes, so you have more tax planning there. But just having it in a position of control where you can do something else with it, get some investments that uh, you like. Maybe you want to buy individual stocks, or maybe you want to put some money that's in safer plans or safer things. You can do that in an IRA. You cannot do that in a 401k plan unless it's got a special window inside of it. But when you leave the old plan. You should really take it with you and take it to your own IRA, put you in a position of control. Easier to do Roth conversions as well. All those kinds of things. Just much better to take it out of your old plan.
0: Okay. So when you were talking a minute ago about the 401Ks and some of the perks, but also some of the downsides, one of the things you mentioned was talking about rebalancing. Well, and it's kind of like an automated thing, right? So a lot of times we don't rebalance often enough. Or do I have that backwards?
2: Right. Well, you want to you make sure your allocation is is correct and mm-hmm. you want to look at it because every year you're getting closer to retirement. You're also getting closer to death, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> get closer <laughs> to retirement. So retirement is a benefit event, right? And you right. want to make sure that money's going to be there. And so you want to wean off a risk the closer you get to the retirement. And so
0: the 401ks do this on their own.
2: No, well, only some of, the, some of the models that you have, these things called target date funds. Right, right, okay. Right, those are things that'll change. And, and the target date funds came about because the plan sponsor, which is your employer, actually has a fiduciary responsibility because it's an ERISA plan falls under fiduciary ruling to educate you about those decisions. And a lot of them weren't doing that. Actually, almost none of them do it. They you know, give you a plan when you sign up for the 401k. So, okay, here's the 401k. You choose how much you want to put in and then choose which investment you want. Right. right. Yeah. We've got 60 or 70 different options. Well, if people look at that, they typically to gravitate towards looking at the rate of returns. And so, you know, you'll get the highest one, with the highest rate of return. Well, depending on what market we're in, the highest rate of return one, if it's a bull market, is going to be the most aggressive type of stock oriented account. So they choose that one. Right. And all of a sudden, market's going up and everything's looking good. Right. And then what do we have, we have a time when the market falls apart like 2008 and nine. And all of a sudden, they lost half their money. And they're like, well, no one told me this. No one educated me on this. And so they sued. There's actually been employees that have gotten together and sued their employer for not teaching them about the risk they have in their 401K. Well, so, and target
0: and, date funds, and let's, let's kind of clear up some things on that, too. Sometimes I think we pick, okay, I'm retiring 2040. That's when I'm, you know, the year I'm going to turn, whatever age that I want to retire, boom, I've got this nice customized plan because it's for me and it's 2040 and that's when I want. No, not really, right? I mean, it's just this still kind of a generalized thing.
2: Right. And what it's doing is, is that, and so this is where you have to look at the plan. You want to do a little due diligence and say, okay, does it manage to that date and then it's static or is it managed through that date to also wean off of the risk? So what it's doing is as closer it gets to that date, it's just shifting from the stock funds to the bond funds. Okay. So, and then you also look, okay, at 2040, what is the projected mix supposed to be? It's supposed to be a 50 50 or 60 40 or 40 60 or what is it supposed to be at 2040. Yeah, I think 2040?
0: that's a surprise too. I think a lot of people think that target date funds, we hear that they're going to scale down the risk as we go closer to retirement, but it's not like it scales it down to zero. No, no, no.
2: It's still going to have stock in there. So mm-hmm. the easiest way to look at it is if you're comparing two of them and say, okay, a target date fund that's a 2020 right now, what's its asset mix? Because that's somebody that actually did retire. Okay, so it's still going to have stocks in it because you still need growth in retirement. Right. And all it's going to be is a fund of funds. It's just a mixture of the same stuff that you have available to you on your own. Mm. But here's the rub is that people choose those, which is fine. We recommend that actually for people to choose that. But your contribution should not be the same as your balance because your contributions, if you think about this, you want that buying directly into the market. You actually want that to be more aggressive because when the market's down, you want to buy as much as you can. Right. Yeah. So this is uh, educating, helping people understand the use of them. They're, they're, they're tools, right? And again, the right tool can do the right job, but the wrong tool can do the wrong job. So just understand why you're using it. What's it work? What's it doing for you? What's its uh, makeup right now? What's its makeup supposed to go to? But it does help because it'll do it automatically. It'll adjust automatically for you. So if you're not a fan of rebalancing or you're not working with anyone, you know, it'll do it for you. So that's where they can be helpful, but they can also give you maybe too much. You think you're protected, right? You think you're protected from market risk. I'm impervious to it because I got this target date fund. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, it's still right. stocks. It's still stocks. It's yeah. still bonds. They can still go down.
0: Well, we're getting tight on time here. Let me ask you one, or just point out one more thing, which I think some people hopefully realize, but we assume sometimes that we're the client uh, in these 401k plans, and we're not. The employer, right? Our employer is really the client, right? Because to your point earlier, it's a collection of people. Correct. You're the participant.
2: That's why they say the participant line, right. right? So they will only do what the plan allows them to do, which is set up by your employer. Now, the employer's rules can't be more uh, restrictive than the law allows. Um, of course. Or they can't, I'm sorry, less restrictive than the law allows. So they can't say, yeah, anyone can take out their money and not pay tax. Well, no, the, the law says you got to pay tax when you take the money out. So they can be more restrictive. And so restrictions I've seen is that, hey, you're able to uh, you know, roll out at 59 and a half, Typically, most plans allow you to do an in-service transfer. But some employers say, no, we're not going to allow that. And so okay. I've had a few. So they do have options. All right. They do have options. Yeah. yeah. But the employer is the client. You are the participant. So the 401k company, and it's kind of harsh, it's doesn't care about you. They kind of don't because they care about the employer because that's who their client is. But they part of that function of that client relationship is to service the people that are in the plan, which means facilitate them
1: Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on a m ten forty